The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of homegrown, on-demand audio to help you look to God daily. You can listen to Faith and Fostering with Christians chatting about foster care in an Australian context. Plus, be encouraged by Pastor Terry Nightingale's four-minute devotions with new episodes added each week in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast. Remember, you can hear 2020 on the Vision Radio Network weekdays from 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Time. That's from 11 Australian Eastern Summertime. Thousands of young people from across Australia are preparing to finish their secondary school studies and let their hair down at events called Schoolies Week. Schoolies has got a pretty bad reputation, with reports of drug use, underage public drunkenness and violence usually making the headlines around this time of year. But within this are a number of organisations dedicated to helping young people have fun in a safe environment or even look after those that choose to take part in risky behaviours. One of those organisations is the Red Frog Australia Chaplaincy Network and the National Director Andy Goulet is in the studio now with Matt Gees. Andy, tell us a little bit about Red Frogs. Every time we hear about uh, big events happening or Schoolies Week happening, Red Frogs is there mentioned, but quite often we don't get the full story, do we? Mate, you always never get the full story. That would take uh, five hours, but uh, no, it's good fun, mate. All right, well, tell us a little bit about the history of Red Frogs. We see you guys around. We know about the iconic lolly that you hand out as part of your ministry, but where did it all begin for you? Coming into, I guess, uh, my church, uh, City Point Church in Brisbane, uh, Christian Outreach Centre there, when I started going there at 17, uh, I started getting into youth work. I figured that, you know, life's not about me anymore, that uh, I need to be, you know, helping out others. And uh, so I started skateboarding clubs in Brisbane. And uh, when my skaters got to year 12, they went to that lovely thing called Schoolies Week, you know, which all parents love. And um, I actually did two Schoolies Weeks. I repeated year 12, so I could do two. And uh, when I'd gone back 10 years later, I just couldn't believe how big it had gotten. It was just nuts. And um, I foolishly went to a hotel manager, would you like a hand at Schoolies? And quick as those words came out of my mouth, I was dragged into a building and, you know, they got us helping pretty much straight away. So... Uh, it all started from uh, my youth work in Brizzy, and then it's just sort of gone into this red frog monster now. Well, tell us a little bit about this monster. I've heard of so many different elements of, of red frogs now. I'm finding it hard to keep up. So what pies do you guys actually have fingers in these days? Uh, yeah, well, it, uh, we actually started in universities before schoolies. Uh, schoolies is just pre-O week to us, pre-orientation week. So it's school is where we meet the first years before they head to uni. Because uni is where you really establish your drinking culture in a lot of ways. The school is like the prelim to unis, and unis then goes for three, three, four years. So uh, we do a lot of programs in universities, and that started uh, back in 96, and then schoolies uh, started in 97. And uh, we've branched out now into doing music festivals around Australia, doing the Red Frog Hydration Stations and supporting music festivals. And also uh, cha- sports chaplaincy as well, uh, chaplain for the Queensland Reds rugby and support a lot of other uh, sporting personalities in, in um, uh, different codes. 
And we also uh, do board riders, red frog board riders, which is the origin of red frogs uh, through skateboarding. And um, we have national board riding teams and the God Bowl Skate Park at Mansfield in Brisbane. And uh, so skateboarding is a big part of frogs as well. So how does that all come back to Christian ministry? I mean, like these days, the name Red Frog is more like a marketing brand or, or just a brand in itself. It's hard sometimes to get people to realise that this is actually a Christian ministry. Yeah, well, it's Red Frogs Australia Chaplaincy Network. So um, uh, it is a network of over 400 different churches all around Australia of all different denominations. And it's really uh, helping local churches to be very relevant in their in their communities, particularly in party culture, in schoolies, in university culture, in skate parks, in music festivals. So we're like the official party crashes of Australian culture now. As You know, you can't have enough designated sober blokes and big drinking parties. Where do you find a better bunch of crew than in the church? And it's um it's very good too because it really breaks down worldview because I don't come from a church background. I had a very Ned Flanders view of Christianity, uh, the classic Ned Flanders out of The Simpsons, you know, just very wear safari suits, very judgmental. Uh, my, my whole view is pretty whack, to be quite honest. But to to see how amazing the church in Australia is and how amazing the 18 to 25s are and get them out there and amongst it, you know, walking kids home at 2 in the morning, holding heads over toilet bowls as they're vomiting and saying day to Ralph and, uh, you know, just serving, you know, their generation. They totally break down a worldview of, you know, what, what their mates think about, you know, Christianity, religion and God where it's a very non-judgmental, very serving approach to, I guess, um, you know, what you believe. Uh, I think sometimes we're really quick to bash people around the heads with words instead of demonstrating actions, what your core beliefs are. So how do you bring that into the different elements of Red Frogs? As you just said, you know, you, you do universities, you do um, skateboarding, you do uh, hydration stations at major music festivals. How do you bring that Christian element into it? Is it just that matter of getting people to realize, hey, these guys are Christians and that's why they're here? Well, Christianity isn't about selling and trying to convince people. Being Christian is who you are. And this should be just a natural reflection of your core beliefs anyway. So, you know, we should be attracting people through a sold-out lifestyle that, that cares about others, that that people would naturally ask, you know, what drives you, what does you things, instead of trying to push things down people's throats. Be attractive Christian, not a scary Christian, you know, and and uh, there's, I think there's too many scary Christians out there sometimes instead of uh, being very attractive to, you know, to not having to be reliant on alcohol, not having to be reliant on, you know, relationships, not having to be reliant on all these things, uh, you know, that sometimes, you know, are quite challenging in, in our lives. But, you know, having that faith element is, is an amazing, you know, motivation, amazing security in life too. And it's great to be out there demonstrating that too. So it's a really, it's a great way, I guess, of putting the, the church on show and breaking down that media perception where it's that you see that American tele-evangelist type perception a lot of people mm. have. Um, so it's really looking, this is the Aussie church. This is what real Christians look like, you know. This is... Uh, Real, real demonstration of faith looks like. And it's, it's a very natural thing. Do you find that in amongst all that, you have managed to get that message across that when you go to these major music festivals where, let's be honest, a lot of the people going there aren't interested in, in hearing about God or, or aren't even 
on the radar as to what a Christian really is, and then they encounter you guys. What sort of reactions do you get when people find out, well, these red frog people are actually Christian? We're actually at uh, Splinter in the Grass in Byron Bay only a few weeks ago, and uh, John Safran was there. He's done a whole series called John Safran versus God, and mm. quite an edgy Triple J reporter, and he's uh, got a Triple J show called With Father Bob. And he was cruising through Splendor, and he said he found all these happy people at Splendor. And he goes, they're just too happy and joyful to be here. And he reckons he's got this divine radar he calls a D-Dar. And he goes, he Googled them. He said they're called red frogs. And he Googled them. He goes, aha, they're Christians. So I knew there was something too happy about these guys. And he goes, yeah, but these aren't the scary Christians. These are good Christians. They, like, walk you home at schoolies and clean up kids' vomit. And then he told this big story about this kid that messed himself up so much in WA that he, he pooed himself, messed himself, vomited, and how the frog team went in and cleaned him up, kept his dignity intact. And he just started raving about the job that these guys do. Uh, and he, then he's talked about this kid that died in a music festival in Victoria. And he goes, what if the red frogs were there? That kid might not have died. And, and it's amazing. I just love getting that type of feedback by mm. – Guys that, that can see there's a difference there, but living it in a non-judgmental way and then uh, raving about it on Triple J, which is just awesome. Mm. And, of course, that, that sort of reach reaches the audience that you said you were really targeting, that 18 to 25-year-old age group really into the Triple J music scene. Yeah, absolutely. And, now uh, you know, music uh, is a great part of our culture and uh, – yeah, and I think, you know, but there's elements of a culture that are very unhealthy. I guess it's challenging those norms, you know, that, that it's normal just to, to binge drink in our nation. Alcohol is the most dangerous drug in our nation. And, and you know, some of the lifestyle patterns we have are quite destructive uh, if we let them, let them take loose. So it is great, to, you know, to be in it to win it, I guess. And, and you never change anything from the outside. It's always inside out. So... You know, it's great to be in these you know, music festivals making a difference. Andy, stick with us. Uh, we're going to come back and have a conversation about some of the big things that are happening in Australian culture right now. As we talk about Schoolies Week, not too far away, we'll have a discussion about that, I think, and find out more about what Red Frogs do at events like Schoolies Week. You're listening to the 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. On 2020 Today, our special studio guest is Andy Goulet. Andy's best known as the guy behind the group called Red Frogs, the hotel chaplaincy group that's at events like Schoolies Week and music events right across Australia. He joined Matt G's to continue the discussion about how Red Frog chaplains across Australia are preparing for the week-long party known as Schoolies Week. Andy, as we talk about this right now, you're only a day away from a huge influx of young people coming to Surface Paradise in Queensland for what they call Schoolies Week. Can you tell us a little bit more for those that aren't quite familiar or may have only ever heard rumours about this thing called Schoolies Week? Yeah, mate. Uh, well, Schoolies has changed uh, a lot over the last particularly 15 years. We've been involved. Um, previously, it had not much support around it. Uh, there were a lot more fights and the toolies, as you hear, or droolies really dominated the scene. and uh, But there's been some unbelievable responses uh, by many organisations, not just ours, uh, Rosie's, uh, Drug Arm, uh, Scripture Union, um, Student Life, uh, YWAM, a uh, whole range of different organisations have uh, stepped up, as well as AMBOs, police, governments, councils, to provide an amazing uh, safety network, I guess, around Australia, right from up to Magnetic Island, uh, up past Townsville, down Airlie Beach, you know, Sunny Coast and Byron Bay, 
They're now in Victoria, Lawn, Torquay, Phillip Island and Rye, over to WA um, in uh, Margaret River, Dunsborough, Rottnest Island, and also another organisation called the Green Team who do a great job in Victor Harbour. So it's a national uh, sort of approach to looking after schoolies. So schoolies in itself, you know, great tools want to celebrate. They want to go away. You know, it's a great thing finishing school. I remember I finished school. Mm. I loved it. Couldn't wait to get out of there. <laughs> but then I was silly enough to repeat year 12 again. But so I think it's just how you celebrate. Not, celebrating is it wrong. It's just how you go about that is the big issue. Now, a lot of negative images have been brought up over the years about Schoolies Week. As you said, you know, there's been media reports dominated by reports of these things called toolies, you know, the overages who aren't part of that, you know, just finished high school culture. How do you guys work when it comes to events like Schoolies Week? Because we hear a lot about Surfers Paradise on the Gold Coast in Queensland, but as you've just said, you, there's a lot more to that than meets the eye. Oh, yeah, there's some great locations around Australia and, uh, you know, Sunshine Coast and uh, the Byron Bay is growing, uh, also down at Torquay and uh, Dunsborough and uh, some really good locations all around Australia. Uh, there is a few also, a bit of a trend going overseas though as well, uh, to Bali and Fiji and that that's a whole different kettle of fish and uh, we've partnered up with smarttraveller.com to uh, really advise young people of, you know, some of the safety precautions you do need if you are going overseas. But we've heard of crews going over to, say, Cambodia and Thailand doing a sort of youth missions type trip uh, where they're out helping orphans in, in orphanages for their schoolies week. And we think things like that's awesome. Mm. So how do you work at schoolies week? What do red frogs actually do at this time? Uh, we're like the official party crashes. Like we'll live in the buildings, a team of four, armed um, with the Allen's Red Frogs. Of course, we go through seven ton a year and we go floor to floor, you know, crashing parties, making sure kids aren't hanging over railings. Uh, we'll find them passed out in stairwells and drag them back to the units and find them passed out in lifts and take them out of the lifts so the lifts can close again and uh, do walk homes late at night when they've got the old wobbly legs and don't know which way home is and we also do random acts of pancakes, and uh, last year we, we got a Red Frog hotline number. Last year we had 3,947 call-outs for random acts of pancakes. So I think we did about 54,000 pancakes last year, and we're up in the caravan parks and in the rooms just busting out pancakes, puts a bit of food in them, but also gets us in their area to make sure that they're travelling okay and there's no dramas. As part of that, how have you found the work of Red Frog's growing over the years because hotel chaplaincy is more than just, as you've said, being there on site as somebody who you can talk to. It's very hands-on, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. The early beach crew in particular with Sundays should be called Red Frog's Biggest Loser. Their walk homes are up these steep hills that you could barely drive up. And so they do so – we put a GPS tracker on one of our walk home teams. I think they did 13.1K just in one walk home. Uh, it's just if you want to get fit, do Red Frogs, particularly at Early Beach. So, yeah, it's very practical, uh, a lot of being there. You've got to realise that schoolies is like the leadership of a nation, your future doctors, lawyers, CEOs, sporting personalities, while they're still 17 and haven't grown a brain yet. So it's all your future leaders are there for a whole week, and really being around and safeguarding that is such a privilege. What are some of the uh, exciting things that you guys are doing this year in different schooly locations across Australia? Is there something that uh, is new and different that you've been able to uh, capitalise on? 
Well, we're running more Red Frog stages. Uh, one of the part is our entertainment stage with our DJs and MCs, and uh, we've been running in Early Beach and Gold Coast for quite a while, but also we have them in uh, Yapoon and up uh, Maggie Island, uh, Byron Bay now, and Lawn and Victoria for the first time this year. And uh, they're our Red Frog dance party, so they'll be Gangnam styling up big time this year. <laughs> uh, but they, uh, it's just we get it's drug and alcohol free areas, and we just dance them stupid for about five hours. It's awesome. Now that's taken a lot of time off the drinking time back in the units, where our teams used to get to bed about six, seven in the morning. Now it's about two, three in the morning because they come down, dance on sand for five hours. They go back to kick on, but they're stuffed. They're absolutely tired, so they just go to bed heaps earlier. So the entertainment, diversionary activities are very vital parts of what we do. And the pancakes are really taking over from the frogs. So I think we'll be called the Pancake Crew very soon. <laughs> when you look at uh, the different events, like everyone talks about service paradise these days. It seems to be that's the main hub of schoolies. But local and national media are starting to realise that the schoolies events happen all across Australia and you guys are there. Has it been interesting for you as part of your role as sort of the, the guy heading up this Red Frog community to talk to the different aspects of secular media and say, well, hey, it's not just about surface paradise and it's not all negative. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the great locations like on Sunshine Coast, Scripture Union run uh, great schoolies camps. It's, it's full action. It's uh, motor karting, you know, laser force, bowling. It's just this action, jets, boating. It's just so much value for your money up there and uh, food and it's just amazing time. So they dominate the Sunshine Coast with the schoolies camps. Well, they have a great program, the Witch Sundays, called Backflip as well, which is they have America's Cup-style yachts, and they yacht around the Witch Sundays for a whole week having dance parties at night, uh, alcohol-free gig, and it sells out every year. It's an amazing thing. So there's some really good uh, stuff out there, which you can find on Scripture Union Queensland's website. There are some good options out there if you do search for them. What sort of reactions have the secular media been making? I mean, like here in Christian media, we know who Red Frogs are. We know why you do what you're doing and your Christian faith underpins everything that you do. But what sort of reactions have you been getting as people start to realise that these funny looking Christian guys who are calling themselves Red Frogs aren't what they're expecting to be a stereotypical Christian. Yeah, look, it's it's great that. It's when you put a red frog shirt on, it's like you've won Australian Idol when you step out in the streets. Everyone's high-fiving you, giving you big hugs, and, and uh, they just love you. And the reputation now is amazing. Uh, when I go, we've just talked to 40,000 year 12s and high school seminars around Australia, and the first thing I ask, who's heard of red frogs? And just about every young person mm. has heard of red frogs. So the reputation has been built by the generation of froggers that have gone before us, laying an unbelievable platform of really respect and trust with uh, a young generation. So uh, it's an awesome, awesome opportunity and a great privilege to to get out and mix it with uh, with this next gen coming through. But they're great, great favour, um, you know, and also they're the guys that are, I suppose we're loved a lot because we're giving away free food. Yeah. If you really, if you break it down, the love language of young people is free food. You give me free food, I like you. Now, uh, we were talking just before about some of the reactions of different media outlets gotten from the Red Frog actions over the years. And uh, we are talking about some of the ways that perception has changed. It seems to be Red Frogs is now the go-to people to talk about schoolies because they're looking for a positive spin on the whole event. And uh, we're talking about people like uh, the Channel 7 Sunrise program or the TUE radio show. Both of them seem to be 
really excited to be able to talk up what Red Frogs are doing. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, We really appreciate, too, um, getting behind the great work that thousands of volunteers do in Australia, and it's a great acknowledgement of the church in Australia as well. And I guess a new generation church coming through that they can be acknowledged for, you know, our workers pay to go there. Like they're paying $300 for eight nights to get no sleep, uh, walk people home and clean vomit up all week. <laughs> wow. So uh, they're paying to do that. And it's just a great sacrifice from those volunteers, and it really does, you know, register with with public, with media, with the actual schoolies, with mums and dads particularly, you know, how much of a bunch of legends these guys are. And it's great too having all the different denominational churches working together from uh, – right through Salvos, Uniting, Anglican, Catholic, to Church of Christ, to uh, a lot of your Pentecostal churches, Christian mm. Outreach, and ACC, Triple C3, right through. Uh, it's just great seeing all those guys working together, uh, you know, for a common cause, which is, you know, keeping safe their mates and looking after their mates and being out there with them, being there at the right place at the right time. Now, Andy, who are your chaplains? How is it that you're able to recruit these people, as you said, you know, paying $300 for eight nights of no sleep and cleaning up vomit? How do you recruit them and who are they? Well, Frogs is a chaplaincy program, so recruit through organisations, not individuals, and that's very important. Well, you can't just come into the program as an individual. You've got to come through an organisation. So therefore, people register but with an organisational referee, so a pastoral referee, then can, uh, you know, let us know how involved you've been in the local program, your youth competency skills, all those basic things as well. And then you get selected from your organisation to come to Frogs. And that just safeguards it a bit. So it only takes one idiot to blow us out of the water to do the wrong thing. So we've got to put in some strong checks there. So you just can't come in as any random off the street. And so through those organisations, they approach us they get approved and then we start building them in. They might send a couple the first year. The next year they bring back about 20 and the next year 60. And so organisations sort of grow into doing red frogs for schoolies. Unis are a little bit different where we deal with halls of residence and, and we source a lot of guys from the halls of residence themselves to serve in their in their halls. So locals work with locals the best is our philosophy so that for week two at schoolies on the Gold Coast, it's all Victoria and New South Wales people. So we get workers from Victoria and New South Wales to come up. Mm. And so locals work with locals the best. So we try to source local workers to local kids. And if people are interested in finding out more about you know, how can they get involved in this sort of program, because there are a lot of people out there who've got that passion for young people who want to you know, reach out to young people and not necessarily just for evangelism, but just for, as you've said, you know, that pastoral sense. How do they go about it? Yeah, look, uh, one of the big ways you can support Red Frogs is pray for our teams and pray for uh, over schoolies. Um, our teams are in, you know, high-risk situations sometimes and, and, and our schoolies are in vulnerable situations. And it amazes me every year that our team's in the right place, in the right building, at the right floor, at the right room, at the right time, when some girl's half climbing out a window and they grab her or some girl sitting in a spa by herself and slowly slipping underwater and they grab her. It's just amazing. Every year we hear those stories and they're divine appointments. And we really acknowledge the power of prayer and really value it to pray for not only our workers but schoolies and their safety over that time. Uh, but also people can go to redfrogs.com and see all that information there on all the programs and universities, music festivals, uh, schoolies where you can get a good uh, vibe on Red Frogs. Or start following us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter 
uh, on Red Frogs and, um, you know, become part of our online community as well. And uh, just to get and make contact again through your local churches. Well, Andy, it's been great hearing more about the Red Frog campaigns and where you're working right across the nation. We really do pray from us here at UCB that God does continue to find favour upon the work of Red Frogs and continue to lead you in the right direction. Thanks, mate, and thanks to all the listeners and thanks to all the prayers. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.